Hey guys, quick housekeeping note before we get into today's episode. We have some good news. We're playing with the podcast schedule up here at What's With Washington HQ. And long story short, we're going to be getting you more episodes throughout the year. Rather than putting out new seasons of What's With Washington, we'll put out new episodes every other Tuesday, starting today. So keep your eyes on that feed. All right, on to the show. This is What's With Washington. Where you ask the questions about our region, about the place we live. About your neighborhood. Anacostia. Prince George's County. Pentagon City. Woodley Park. Columbia Heights. And WAMU Answers. I'm a second generation Washingtonian. Ward 5. This is What's With Washington. I'm Michaela Lafrac. Today we're answering a question from Kathleen Callahan of Alexandria, Virginia. Why do the district and the surrounding Virginia and Maryland suburbs come to a grinding halt at even the tiniest dusting of snow. Kathleen and a bunch of other people have sent us questions about Washingtonians' tendency to panic about snow. And, I mean, if you've lived here for just one winter, you probably know what I'm talking about. Just listen to these local news forecasts we dug up. A blizzard watch is already in effect. This could be historic. And right now, the calm before the storm, it looks okay, but just check out the radar. I gigant- Buy the loaves of bread now, and if you want to, go out and get that shovel. But for some, it's going to take much more than that. I did some reporting to answer this question, and for my very unscientific study of snow anthropology, I'd break Washingtonians into two groups. Group one is people who freak out about snow. They head to the grocery store, they buy all the toilet paper and the duct tape and the loaves of bread. Group two just complain about group number one. I would like to think that I lie squarely in the middle in this, like, secret space of reason, but, of course, I probably am part of group one. I have been known to refuse to drive when there's even, like, half an inch of snow. Uh, so with me today is Latisse Clark. She's a news producer and an editor here at WAMU, and she is going to play the role that she was born to play, the exasperated northerner to my stressed-out Washingtonian. Hey, Latisse. Hey. So you are, you're from Michigan, right? Yes. Michigan. Michigan in Minnesota. Oh, how? Yes. Yes. So I was born and partly raised in Minneapolis. Okay. And then I moved to uh, Michigan, Muskegon, Michigan. So you grew up in in the Midwest. Yes. Um, I'm guessing it is a lot colder there than it is here. Yes. Yes, it definitely is. I mean, Minnesota is always freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan is always cold. Muskegon is on the lake. So that's that lake effect. Snow. Okay. You got that wind. Mm-hmm. You got the snow. So because it was cold all the time, it sounds like people were, they just like have the mentality that it is winter. It's going to be cold. You just dress for success and move on with your day. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's definitely what happens. So what did you find when you moved to D.C. and hit your first winter? Oh, so my first winter was Snowmageddon. <gasps> really? That was your first one? 2010. Oh. That was the first big one. I was a freshman in college. I just got here, like just got to D.C. Uh-huh. And the forecast was predicted it was going to be a lot of snow. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. We still going to have class. It's going to be OK. <laughs> And then it started snowing, and I looked out my window, and there was, like, no plow trucks. Like, there was no movement. It was just, like, snow was piling up. And they were like, all right, class is canceled. And then class kept getting canceled. And I was like, oh, so we're just we're just going to stay here. We're not 
just hang out in this dorm. I guess my question is, a lot of people who are from northern places um, come here and they get really annoyed with people who freak out about the snow. How? What are your feelings around how Washingtonians deal with snow? So I get it and then I don't get it. So I will say most of the time officials are prepared for the snow. They put out the salt usually at the right times. They try to treat the roads and schools are monitoring things. But then it's also like a lot of times it's like, did that need to be a two hour delay? Did school really need to close? You got a two hour delay for freezing rain. Must be nice. And I'm like, I've never had that. When I was in Minnesota, I remember there was a snowstorm. I can't remember how many feet of snow it was, but it was a lot. They canceled the bus, and my dad was working, so he couldn't come pick us up. So me and my brother, we walked home. So I'm going to have one of those stories where I can tell my kids, like, I walked miles in snow. Don't tell me about anything. Like, yeah, I will have one of those stories. So, like, when kids, they don't have to go to school now or there are delays, I'm like, was that necessary? Like, really? So it sounds like... You uh, have, a, like, a low level of sympathy, but also a ton of questions still about I, why everyone's I, freaking I out. I totally do. I just okay. don't get it. I don't know why people haven't figured out really how to drive. But that's not even just snow. It's rain. I'm just like, people, just okay. keep moving. Keep moving. I got, I, I've got some answers for you. Okay. I went out. I did the research. Uh, so... I actually found five different reasons why people in D.C. might freak out about snow. Okay, this is going to be good. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so number one is kind of obvious, but the federal government is here. Did you know that? Amazing. Amazing. So there are around 300,000 people in the region Mm -hmm. that work for the federal government. And so if the government decides to open late or shut down, all those people have to listen and they all get on the roads at the same time. So back when I first researched this story a couple of years ago, I talked to this guy, Dean Hunter, and he back then was the director of the Office of Personnel Management. And he's the guy who ultimately made the final decision about all those closures. We have a 24-hour situation room or an operations center, uh, which is continuously monitoring anything that might affect the status of the federal government. So it's a, it's a flurry of information, um, and we use that as the basis to make our decision. So it's, it's only after some very uh, coordinated uh, discussions and consideration that, that we make that decision. Um, typically, that's at 3 a.m. because we're waiting until um, we get the latest forecast and the best information on impacts. So he's got this like situation room of people who are making this decision, but then whatever they say goes and all these people, all these hundreds of thousands of people have to listen. Um, Number two, traffic already bad. So we're just like putting a bad situation on top of a pre-existing bad situation. D.C. is the second most congested city in the nation, according to some counts. So snow just makes everything worse. The third one is geography. Um, Hunter also explained to me that the western areas closer to the mountains can get double the amount of snow as the city proper. What people might see on any given storm is very dependent upon where they are. People that are out in the west, it's often quite a different operating picture for them than what people on the east side of the city might be. Again, just the way that our, our city is is set up in terms of the, the climate from the mountains of the Blue Ridge you know, to the, the flatter lands to the east of, of the national capital region. 
region, uh, it really has an impact upon the type of weather that people might see. So in the District of Columbia, we average about 15 inches of snow. And if farther to the east, that's maybe 10 inches of snow. And out to the west, it's 30 inches of snow. I feel like we see this a lot here because we have these like big windows in the newsroom and we're like reporting on all the school closures and stuff and seeing just like one little tiny yep. droplet fall. And we're all like, what? what is happening? Exactly. Final point. It's actually, I, I thought this was so interesting. It's actually really hard for forecasters to predict weather around here because our temperature, our average temperature in the winter actually hovers like right around 32 degrees, which is the freezing point. Mm-hmm. So meteorologists know that precipitation's coming, but they have no idea if it's going to turn into rain or snow or sleet or whatever else. And I, I even talked to this one meteorologist who used to work for the Capital Weather Gang, and she was like, we'll see pre- precipitation coming and we'll like, we will wait and wait to write about it because we know the second that we do, people are going to be like, there could be snow. Let's all freak out. So they'll like sit on that news for a while just to like not cause a mass panic. Which is great. It's yeah. greatly appreciated. You don't know yet. Like, don't say it yet. Yeah. Which I always appreciate. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I totally um, get it. Yeah. So so do any of those make you feel a little bit more sympathetic to DC snow panic? I mean, yes and no. Because I, I understand it already. Completely, completely get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been here for 10 years. Been in the news working in DC for the past seven years. Mm-hmm. So it's already been broken down to me. I get it. I understand it. Uh, it still comes down to the people, <laughs> where it's just like, how are you guys really reacting though? I talked to I talked to the guy um in St. Louis government who's also in charge of their response to snow, and his advice for people in DC was Go to the grocery store, leave the milk and eggs, but pick up the bottle of wine. Yes. And I was like, absolutely. I, love it. I, I get it. it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I fully support that. So let's take a little break. And then when we come back, I want you to hear about this um, this little winter adventure that I took with a Southerner who has moved to D.C. Ooh, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Hi, it's Diane. The next meeting of my book club is on Wednesday, May 31st. At 1 p.m. Eastern, I'll host a discussion of Mad Honey by Jody Pico and Jennifer Finney Boylan, followed by a conversation with the authors. Find out more and register at dianereem.org slash book club. Hey, it's Latisse. I'm so excited to be here with Michaela answering your What's With Washington questions. We want to answer even more questions from you, our listeners. To do that, we need your support. You power all of the local reporting from our newsroom and this podcast. Become a WAMU member today at WAMU.org donate. And thanks. Hey, I know you're a What's With Washington fan because you're listening right now. And we want to know more about you through our listener survey. It's at whatswith.org survey. What do you want from What's With Washington? From the show, online, in person, at future events? Any feedback is welcome, and it'll really help us improve the show. Let us know what you think at whatswith.org survey. And thanks. Latisse, hi again. Hi. <laughs> so for this episode, we we really wanted to like go out and experience snow and get that awesome like crunching around in snow tape. But like as you've seen, it has not snowed in the district yet. Um, so instead, um, I went with 
WAMU photographer and dear friend of the show, Tyrone Turner, to go ice skating Ooh, at the rink at fun. the Sculpture Garden on the mall. I'm totally pumped for this. This is going to be fantastic. I guess we Are step we on. Skate? I think we're supposed to skate. Let's do oh, it. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Are we skating? We're skating. We're skating. Okay. Tara, first, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, about you. You okay. grew up in a very warm place and then moved to DC. Right. How did you, how do you find the cold? So, yes, I did. When I was, uh, I grew up in New Orleans, very warm place, right. subtropical. And we had, it snowed once when I was a kid. When I was 10 years old, it snowed. Uh -huh. It's about an inch on the ground, and we gathered all the snow together. From We had a big front yard, gathered all the snow together, and made one little igloo man. Right? Not an igloo man, I'm sorry. One little snowman. We made one little snowman. I love that you called him an igloo man. That kind of shows your connection to snow. So, um, so we packed him so tightly that it warmed up to like, you know, it was like 50, 60 degrees. That, snowman stayed it was just <laughs> ice it was just ice so awesome. so not a whole lot of experience with um cold weather okay but i've adapted yeah, yeah. so because now for your job you have to like you know when it when it snows here you oftentimes like get all bundled up and go and take these amazing photos of right you know people in dc right uh enjoying the snow so you kind of have to like like how do you get ready for a day like that so i actually have some pretty good cold weather gear now some uh arctic boots wow. you know that are that are insulated um i know that uh one of my friends actually from college also he said he said you know it, as long as you're prepared you, you know you can't the temperature doesn't matter if you're prepared, right? right? And so, you know, gloves, hats, you know, all the layers, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I do all that now because I want to live. Right. I have a will to live. <laughs> so do you have any theories about why DC is like so horrible at dealing with snow? Um, because we're not prepared. <laughs> because, because, because you want to put thoughts of winter off so far in the future and not admit to the to the changing of the seasons. You know, it's like it's like please, please, please don't come. And and then all of a sudden that you know blast of cold air comes, the ice comes, and people are driving like absolute maniacs, or they're sliding all around. And yeah. What's Wait, a, do you want to see a cool thing I just learned? Yeah. And you can keep on going like that too. Woo! I am Michelle Kwan. Okay. I want to go fast for a second. Let's see. Okay. I just got severely left behind. One lone podcast host skates alone. <laughs> it was so sad. <laughs> but I really liked what Tyrone said about how, like, I feel like he just approaches it with that energy that you're wanting the rest of Washingtonians to to approach snow with. Mm -hmm. Just like it's an adventure, it's going to be fun, and I'm going to buy all the right gear, and I'm just going to ride it out. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what helps. You just you come prepared. Once you get here, you may not have you don't know what to expect with your first snow. You really don't. Mm -hmm. But you know, just do some research the moment that you know that you're going to move here. Buy a good coat. Buy that pink snowsuit. Right? 
buy a hat, buy some gloves. Please leave the umbrella at home. That's the <laughs> other thing that I don't get. Like when it's only snowing, there are a bunch of umbrellas out. I'm like, do you not believe in hats? Like it's not raining. <laughs> I feel like this is like a Seinfeld routine in the making. Just, just Latisse on stage with one leg going, what's the deal? I just, I just, I don't get it. Every time I leave my house and there are umbrellas during the snow, I'm like, oh, is it raining too? Like, am I being prepared? Is there some hail coming down? Like, like, oh no, it's just snow. Like, it's whatever. All right, Washingtonians, let's step it up. Let's make Latisse proud. Please. Please. Um, and do you want to end on a really depressing note with me? Oh, God. Um, the Capital Weather Gang over at the Washington Post says that climate change is going to help us with our winter panic because over the past 120 years, D.C.'s average snowfall has declined by over half a foot. <sighs> so it's going to be so hot, there's no snow anyway. Oh, we'll okay. all be on the beach, and then we'll burn up. At least it'll be warm. Yeah. All right. Lidiz, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. This episode was produced by Julia Karen, Ruth Tam, Ponzi Rutch, me, and Patrick Fort, who also mixed today's show. You can browse the many, many, many questions that we've answered at our website, wamu.org slash what's with, or submit a question yourself. We would really love to hear from you. Our theme music is by Ben Privet. WAMU's general manager is JJ Yore. Andy McDaniel oversees all the content we make here. If you love What's With Washington, tell a friend. And don't forget, fill out that survey at whatswith.org slash survey. Thank you for listening. I'm Michaela LaFrac. See you next time.